payload secure. Thanks, Sam. Don't thank me. I'm not thinking that thing. His name is Red Wing. I'm still not thinking it. He's cute. Go ahead, better. Welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And I. Hello, hello, and welcome back, everybody. WB. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, going all right. <laughs> Life has been very, like, honestly, like, I feel like... I feel like we start every episode with, like, the intro... Of a loud sigh, and then how busy we are. <laughs> just things go by so fast. You're kind of like, what didn't? What like, did I do? Dude, it's the end of August. It's the end of August. It's the end of summer. And it's the end of summer. Ew. It's spooky season now. <laughs> oh. Oh, what was that uh, face? Well, because like, it's all that came so came so fast. Oh yeah, and also yeah, that's also true. And you don't like scary stuff. Well, I just I. I don't celebrate it. <laughs> like I don't do the whole Halloween dressing Ooh, up thing. Okay. I wear I wear a mask every day, so <laughs> there's no point in wearing Jesus. one for one special day. <laughs> for sure, I hear you. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's what is time? So here yeah. we are again. Yeah. Another two weeks have passed. I know. We're recording. Oh my God. Recording before our respective flights. Jeff is going is going off for a, a show. Yeah. An actual show for yeah. the weekend. Yeah, flying to Vegas this weekend, um, and yeah, and just a couple of trips lined up. Yeah. Like so now I feel like it was like you last year with the cons. Yeah, for sure. Like like five in weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like I'm like I, I even tell Sam I'm like I'm like oh my god like <laughs> I have another thing this weekend. Yep. And she was like yeah yeah. You mm-hmm. busy bee, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of that and related to that, I'm actually so next week for me, I'm going to GalaxyCon Austin. Ooh, yes, which that's I right. I believe is the first. I haven't been in Austin since like I want to say 2012, maybe. So uh-huh. a good 10 years. So I'm looking forward to that and how it's changed and maybe how it hasn't changed. I love Waffle House, so I don't know. No one's gonna stop me. If it's within proximity, I'm going to Waffle House. I didn't see one when I went. You have to drive a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit away, but it does exist. Okay. I love it. Damn. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's the last time I... What I recall, it wasn't superb. It might have been the one that they had that fight in. <laughs> 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 I don't remember. But anyway, I digress. So I'll be at, I'll be at GalaxyCon Austin, and this time... I was supposed to host two panels. Yes. However, one of the guests uh, canceled. So unfortunately, of course. Um, I'm still going to be doing one of them, which is on Sunday. So if you're still at the show um, on its last day, which is Sunday, be sure to join us for the... So let me check the official title. Spinning <laughs> webs in the Spider Verse. Wow. So it's perfect for you. Yeah, I was like, let me look at this list. Oh, would love to, but can't, can't, can't. Oh, I know a thing or two about Spider Verse. So I'll be hosting uh, that panel, and the featured guests are Tana Ford, who drew for Silk for a few years, as well as Mr. David Marquez, who is no stranger to the comics in general. He's one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And then, of course. 
Mr. Robbie Rodriguez, co-creator of ah, Spider-Gwen himself. The best. <laughs> so I will be there doing that. Hopefully not dying from heat. Same for Jeff. Because it is I think your heat will a little bit be more, be more bearable. Yeah. I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. I feel like Austin doesn't get... Like, I know it gets hot in Texas. Sure. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like the Vegas heat sometimes mm. is just, like, unforgiving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you were to sure. say Arizona, then I'd be like, oh, I don't know. That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's rough. That's very true. So, um, some top chat as far as the Marvel Universe is concerned. I forgot to mention the last episode that the I Am Groot shorts are on their way. Oh so, gosh. we talked about this ages ago because they did mention last year at Comic-Con, not even this year, last year, that... More episodes were being released, but they just... Yeah, that teaser for season two kind of just... I did not watch it. Just, just kind of came and went. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, they just swept it right... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it got past, posted. Yeah. It got posted that one yeah. day, and then it that, was was, that was it. Yeah, and so I'm sure that the marketing timeline is, again, sliding because of the strike, and then because the theatrical releases for the Marvels and Pay such. them! Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it's it's just way overdue. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm glad that they're finally releasing them. I don't remember when. Is it October? Sometime, Maybe? yeah, soon, I think. So it's probably for sure. just before the Marvels, I'm sure. Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, excited for the new episodes. And then semi-related, I, got, I finally got that swag box that I won yes. from Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, as you can see, it's that Cosmo so over there. Good. He's a cute little, or she, well, it's based on the game one, but... I got a Cosmo um, and uh, a couple of Guardians keychains, so that's really cool. I didn't realize there was two in the box. Like mm. I, when I made our reel, I was like, "Oh, there's a keychain." Then I like was folding the box up to recycle, and I was like, "Oh, there's another one." Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I got Mantis and Nebula. Um, but yeah, that was a nice little thing. So thanks to Fuji for that freebie, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, now available on Disney Plus and yep. Home Edition. Um, and yeah, I think. That about covers it as far as news is concerned. Is, yeah, is there I, have, anything? I have not. It's seen been pretty anything quiet. Yeah. Ever since like the the yeah. SAG and the WGA strikes, it's like yeah, yeah. No leaks, no Nothing. promotion of anything. Nope. It's crazy to see like how the media <laughs> yeah. spectrum is. Like mm-hmm. no one can promote anything except only like the studios themselves. Yeah. Like no actors, no. Mm-hmm. nobody yeah no writers that's that's crazy and they're me. also leaving it to the fans like they're yeah they're officially enlisting like there are some things that i'm like i was like oh that's coming out and i'm like oh shoot well ahsoka we were just talking about this before the show but yeah ahsoka is a great example because i didn't realize that it was already coming up this quickly and then like they did a fan event which isn't new the concept isn't new but there's no because there's no other press they really had to tap the fans to be like, push it please out. Please push yeah, this yeah. out. Yeah. So eh, good for us, but not really good for us because it's, it's not, not good for everybody. It's yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of sucks. So so yeah. Pay your writers. Pay your actors. Pay everybody that deserves credit. Yes. Um, but yeah. In lighter news, let's just dive into the episode. I guess. Yeah. Yes, sir. So just a reminder: we're not experts. We don't claim to be. We're just a couple of nerds nerding out. And this episode will be nerding out over Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, now known as Captain America. Jeffrey is saluting. You're supposed to salute with your right hand, not your left. <laughs> no one can see this, but it's very funny. <laughs> the um, mic was in the way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so 
Like many of our characters, created by Stan, the man, Lee, and Jean, the Dean, colon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, they, nice. they, they actually put that in the comic. And then, so in the, the older aged comics, they would just give nicknames, which is why Jack King Kirby and so on. Uh. And so, again, the, the alliteration is there. The rhyming is there. It's all present. It was very much created by this era of uh, comic creators. And so... First appearance for Sam Wilson was Captain America number 117, cover dated September 1969. So, based on your growing comic book knowledge, <laughs> do you want to guess the cover price of a comic, Captain America 1969? 1969. Yes. Okay. I think anything post-70s-ish, mm. mm -hmm. it was like hidden like 15 Okay. Pre pre, it's like it was like I remember being a ten. I remember the last episode. Yeah. I it was like twelve, and I was like, "You're splitting the difference on me." <laughs> Which was 1962. That was a twelve. It was X Men. Yeah. See, like now I got to split the difference between like because I know there was a point where <laughs> where, where fifteen cents was sure. definitely like the you know yeah the sweet spot. Yep. So nineteen sixty nine. Mm hmm. I wonder what inflation was like in those seven years. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, comics went up to 12 to 15 cents. I'm going 15. Jeff, <sighs> you got it right. Yes! <laughs> well done. Yes. Yeah. So it is 15 cents indeed. Um, let me revert this picture back. So <laughs> I, I actually scribbled it out because I was going to show it to you first, but... Captain America, 117, a whopping 15 cents. And you can see on the cover itself features a very smiling green and orange wearing falcon. That's so funny. <laughs> very, very vibrant, very <laughs> interesting take uh, on the character himself. And so before we get into all that, um, highest version, highest selling version of this book that I found um, well, first off, let me let me just say that Shortbox actually has a price guide, which I didn't mm -hmm. realize. Oh, I really? Have. Yeah. And so they have like a strategic sort of price guide. I say that loosely because it is based off of the books that they have sold or are recorded in CGC. Because you have to remember, they all have barcodes. They're all serialized. Yeah. So there's documentation. And so Shortbox, Shortboxed Values, the book at its highest sale, CGC graded 9.8 at 60 thousand dollars what the hell <laughs> and i think again it's it's multiple factors in this case because it is the first appearance of falcon as well as red wing it is also captain america and it's also 1969 so it's got that going it's a good for year it. it's a good year <laughs> it's a good year. nice <laughs> so so yeah captain america especially classic captain america really yeah. holds like it's 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 it holds its ground very well, and so um, a CGC on sale now. You could actually get a CGC nine point six available for eleven thousand dollars. Holy moly, the things I could do with eleven grand right now. Who's hoarding these <laughs> comics in their house? Well, this is why I need to really get on it and start pushing all my books through. Like I really have to get to I it. Seriously, think you could retire with your collection, Dad? Honestly, <laughs> I was like, crap. Like I have all, almost all, except for three of all the Guardians of the Galaxy first appearances, like all of them. 
So I need to like get this through. I have all these key issues, right? And so, so on eBay, you could get a CGC 9.4 for $10,000. And that one is also signed by Stan Lee. So you've got the, the, the slab has the gold one with signature series. And mm. It's authenticated by Stan Lee or with Stan Lee's signature. Whereas on the lower side of the spectrum, um, short box values, the book CGC graded 1.8 for 112 bucks so again if you just want to own something (laughs) from 15 cents like to that i mean yeah that's a lot (laughs) especially from 112 to 60,000. that's crazy man yeah and then uh cgc 1.8 for a hundred dollars and then on ebay you can get a 7.0 that's the lowest i found on ebay Mm. is a 7.0 and it was starting at 54 bucks whether or not this person sold it, I'm not sure. I'm sure they had a reserve on it. They had to have had like a, I don't know, two grand reserve on it. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to say, yeah. That's really lowballed. But again, whether or not they sold it is another story. So a fun fact about this book, um, like many others of this caliber, mm-hmm. facsimiles are often made. So <laughs> if you do not have a trained eye or you don't read listings you could get duped very quickly and Uh. so marvel has done what is essentially like a budgeted version of the comic so of course to capture new audiences without necessarily making a new book Uh they make a facsimile which is essentially a reprint of the old book but like in 1998 or Uh. in 2012 and it costs a dollar and so what I noticed, especially with this Falcon's first appearance, there are multiple listings of this graded 9.8 number, whatever they named it, but in like in fine print, facsimile. And so wow. if you don't catch it, you're paying, you're like, oh, I can get Falcon's first appearance for, for 500 bucks? That's awesome. Yeah, Next thing you know, you paid for a copy. That's, that would break me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you Dang. imagine? Yeah, so unfortunately, that does happen. Don't be duped. Read the fine print. Um, and otherwise, if you'd like this book, you can get a loose copy for around 60 bucks. So if you just, again, want to own something that you will then perhaps get graded yourself to make the amount of money, you can get it for around $60 or more. Mm. Yeah, if you find a good print. So that's, that's where the challenge goes. So, I mean, it goes without saying... When was your first exposure to Sam Wilson? I mean, has to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really? Was it? It was uh, Winter Soldier. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Where's I didn't. It? I did pop quiz that one. I was uh. like, he knows this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to remember, like, at the time, like when the movie was like coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember that 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 trailer. Yeah. Of like. Was oh yeah? Was he teased in it? I think he was teased very little, and also flying. So you didn't really get a sense of who yeah. Sam uh, was. He just knew that Falcon was in it somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I remember. But no, yeah, I think, I think Anthony Mackie kills it. Mm. He, play, he has a good personality for for Falcon. Yeah. And continuing to play it to this day. Yeah. If you see, if you notice, like the co- the character growth from yeah from the Winter Soldier up until the Falcon in the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um, you're like, wow, um, he has changed a lot. Yeah, and I think I read somewhere 
that he is one of the few characters that has really had a great growth spectrum when it comes to his time in the MCU because he was kind of like, he was like full-fledged introduced but still had a proper introduction of sorts like he he wasn't just dropped in and like this is the falcon i did like his backstory yeah i did like that and there was still room at the end of all the films to then give him even more in falcon and the winter soldier Mm. which i thought was kind of clever and i think that's why it's severely underappreciated yeah to be honest um for me this is one of those really rare cases where i just feel like I knew of him because of his affiliation with the Avengers. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about him. I just knew that there was a falcon. There was a falcon, yeah. And he has bird wings and he has a bird. As one falcon does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was very it was very surface level. I knew his name, but I didn't know. And like he's Captain America's buddy. But that's it. Like I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know what he all entailed. So, so this homework was actually quite interesting for me um, for that reason alone. But... Um, and I was delightfully surprised as well as just surprised because we're going to talk about it shortly. So, um, today I have his bio from our Marvel mini book of heroes. (laughs) It was funny. I was looking, when I was looking through this for Magneto, I was like, I don't feel like pulling out the cards. Let me see if he's in here. (laughs) And I was like, gosh, he's not under here as Eric Lenscher. He's not here as Magneto. And I was like, wait, it's a book of heroes. Oh, it's not well, I guess villains. that proves our our episode from the last. Like, is he a, a villain or a, yeah. a hero? He's, a he- he's not a hero, unfortunately, but Sam Wilson very much is. And so uh, on his bio here in this tiny, tiny book, uh, taking flight on jet powered glider wings supplied by the Black Panther. Sam Wilson was first a partner to Captain America before briefly taking up Cap's rank and shield following his presumed death. Now, the Falcon flies again to thwart criminals preying on the streets of Harlem. Wait, that was from, they took that from, is that based off the movies? No. Oh. Right. Exactly. This is comic book. Oh, wow. Very familiar in a lot of ways and a little different in some others. And so we'll get into that uh, in a second here. And so... Samuel Thomas Wilson. I love that they give them full names, yeah. height. Like, let's see, for instance. Like oh, full I lost on. My, yeah, I lost my place. Oh, height is six foot two inches. Oh, wow. 240 pounds. And uh, place of origin, Harlem, New York City, New York. And so this is, was, this is what I found interesting because, you know, we've talked about T'Challa before and the presence of Black Panther, but many consider Sam to be the first African-American mainstream black superhero. Really? Yeah, and I think the technicality comes in the African-American aspect. He is of America, whereas T'Challa is from Africa. So maybe Sam is the first African-American superhero, but T'Challa is truly... Like the first. first black mainstream superhero, uh, if that okay. makes any sense. So it, depending on where you look, they might note Sam as one or the other. But, you know, it, it, Black Panther predated him by three years, too. So it's interesting. It's an interesting thought. And so these two came around at the same time. Um, and at the time of Sam's, Sam's first appearance, we're going to say Sam a lot. It's one Great. Of, one of your favorite <laughs> names. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. 
I love that name so much. Yes, you do. <laughs> and so at the time of Sam's first appearance uh, publication, um, it's a very interesting arc. And that might be another reason why it is worth as much as it is, because during this time, Captain America and Red Skull had swapped bodies. Oh. Yeah. And so, um, it, like... It was because of the Cosmic Cube. What more can I say? That's that's funny. So yeah, and it's funny because and when I was rereading them, and I was like, gosh, so the body swap thing really has been a thing like of the ages, right? It's not the new like people shouldn't be as mad about the Peter Parker and the Doctor Octopus thing. Yeah, even though you know that was what ten years ago by now. And it's coming up again, apparently. Dan Slott's right in Superior Spider-Man again. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's interesting that people got so riled up about that, even though back in 1969, Red Skull was legitimately in Captain America's body for like months, months. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's all thanks to the Cosmic Cube. So in the comics, the Cosmic Cube itself was originally created by AIM. That's wow. Yeah. So it's like... How do you even, how do you even compartmentalize There's just so that? many connections. Yeah, exactly. So in the MCU, that's the whole like in Iron Man 3 with What's-His-Face. Yeah. And he created that new company, Advanced Idea me- me- Mechanics. And then in Loki, it plays a part as well. And then yeah. like Roxxon and all these companies. So anyway, Cosmic Cube created by AIM or AIM in the comics. And Red Skull's like, ha, 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 I'm going to use its power and I'm going to swap bodies with Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's going around in his body and being like, ah, you foolish humans. <laughs> like he's speaking like. It's so funny. It's so funny because I can't. Like, I Again, like with a lot of things, I think of what would this look like? Yeah. If it was Chris Evans. Yeah. And so talking imagine, like Hugo Weaving. Exactly right. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> this is, and so he, you could tell like the the bystanders are kind of like Captain America what are you doing here don't you fly and don't you go with the Avengers and he's like ah do not bother me I need to take this taxi up up, up." like (laughs) it's so stupid but it's so funny and like he's like also taking full advantage of the moment so he'll just like parade into a very fancy hotel and he's like I am Captain America and I would like to stay here (laughs) They just give him whatever he wants because he's Captain America. And yeah. inside the di- internal dialogue, Red Skull's just having the time of his life. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take advantage yeah. of this every single time. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And so as he's doing this, he then displaces Steve in the Red Skull body to this island called the Isle of Exile. Mm-hmm. And so it's in the middle of nowhere. And he's then attacked by this group of mercenary anti-hero villains called the Exiles. So we've mentioned a superhero team of the same name recently. Not very much, but a little bit. But they've kind of come a long way. They used to be all villains. And so anyway, they pretty much jump Cap as Red Skull. But because he's Captain America on the inside, remember, it's not about how hard he throws his punches. It's the strength of his will yeah that that's what makes steve rogers such a great captain america he's able to fight them all so it's like almost like a sinister six scenario Mm. but he's red skull yeah so he's moving faster and they're like what is this why are you moving so fast?" and he's like you wouldn't understand (laughs) (laughs) captain america and he's doing all these tactics and so when when it looks like he's about to 
kind of get the, when they're about to overcome him. Yeah. A falcon swoops in and helps distract the adversaries and he's a, he's able to escape. And so that's when he meets this mysterious man in the middle of the jungle. His clothing is shredded and he's like, oh, thank you for helping me. But first, let me just preface, he takes off the mask. So the Red Skull thing is a mask at this point. Uh-huh. It's not like in the films where he just... I don't I don't remember what happened. His face gets all destroyed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like that in the comics at this point. He's able to take off the mask, and he's a semi-decent-looking man uh-huh. with dark hair. And so to change his face, he, like, takes mud, and he puts clay on his nose, and he does, like... It's so, it's so funny, because it's, like, so 1969. Uh-huh. Like, humor. Yeah. Like, they'll never know it's me. Yeah. And he, like, finesses a nose, and he's like, ha... They won't notice that I am the Red Skull. So anyway, he meets this guy and he's like, oh, thanks for your help. And and so this is when Sam gets into the whole thing of like, oh, I'm Sam Wilson. I'm actually from New York. And I arrived here because I was looking to get a job. I saw an, a, a thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was like, oh, I, I found a job. And I was really into birds. And I used to have <laughs> pigeons on my rooftop. <laughs> And what? but I need yeah it's so it starts like and like we mentioned in the book he's he originated from Harlem yeah so as a child he he used to have this like bird sanctuary uh-huh let's just call it what it is it's a pigeon house so he would take care of pigeons like the lady in home loan yeah yes <laughs> yes yeah. yeah and so he would take care of the pigeons and all that and he loved them and and he had a connection if if you will with with these pigeons and so while looking for for work, he stumbled upon this ad that brought him to the island, and it was to find this falcon. And so he comes up across this falcon, and he almost immediately connects with the falcon, like on another level. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so he's like, "I want to adopt this. Fal- I'm going to buy this falcon, and it's my falcon." And so he buys the falcon, trains it all the good stuff, names it Red Wing. Yeah. And then they're like a duo that takes care of the island. <laughs> and so, you know, it it, it it kind of all backfired on him because he got stuck on the on on the island. Yeah. So that's kind of where Steve comes in and, you know, whatever, present tense. And so they're working together. And so it the entire arc carries on for two more issues at this sort of pace. And then Cap is like, as Red School is like, Oh, you should really like you you're very good at being a heroic person. Like have you ever thought of becoming a superhero yeah. without saying that so much? And Sam's like, "Nah, man, I don't drive like that." <laughs> <laughs> like it's very cuz it's 70s, you have to remember. So he's got a lot of the lingo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Nah, man, I ain't, I, I ain't no drive turkey. I don't do that kind of stuff." <laughs> and and so eventually he kind of convinces Sam to do it. And so, like, the local, the locals, like, help him fashion a suit, which is what you saw. Uh, which is the, the green. green and orange. Interesting. Yeah. They fashion the suit for him. He gets it together. And then from that moment on, he is known as the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's when that origin, origin story, you know, started. And we'll get into a, a bit of the other details along this episode. But it wasn't until 45 years later that Sam finally takes on the helm of Captain America. And so that's relatively recent, I mean, within the last decade, but he didn't become Captain America until Captain America Volume 7, 
issue number 25, cover dated December 2014. So this even predates Falcon and Winter Soldier by nearly a decade. And so, whereas usually they would create a MCU counterpart within the, you know, few years or a few months, like this took a full-fledged 10 years before he even, they even decided, oh, let's bring him up to Captain America version. Yeah. Even though Falcon was basically nearly in the MCU. Because when did Winter Soldier come out? 2015? Winter Soldier 2014. 2014? Yeah. So they introduced him as Captain America in the comics the same time he was introduced in the MCU. So wow. that might have really steered a course of like, this is the trajectory that yeah. we're going to take Sam Wilson on. But let's start here as the Falcon and then... Work our way up. Work our way <laughs> up, yeah. And so it also took me... Related but unrelated, it took me 60 episodes to realize that Wikipedia actually has a section that compares cinematic versus comic book. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. I was like, what? (laughs) And so it's brief, but it's helpful. And ultimately, the MCU version is based on the Ultimate Universe version. A lot of them are. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Exactly. And so is Hawkeye, for instance. Hawkeye's a big version. that He has the family and all that stuff. So yeah, so, you know, that's he, he, Sam is one of many that's that's uh, comparably created with the ultimate version in mind. But yeah, so back to MCU version, Sam Wilson, aka Captain America, portrayed by Anthony Mackie, as we said, first seen in 2014's Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or no and, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, directed by the Russo brothers, uh, and last seen in 2021. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Can you believe that's already been three years? Almost three years. Almost three years, yeah. Two, two and a half, yeah. And they were filming a New World. Yeah, Bra- Brave New World. Brave New World? Yeah. Or is it New World Order? Oh, it's yeah. Brave New It's Brave New, Brave New World. Brave New the World. Better, they, yeah, the yeah, yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they got either they finished. Oh, I think I got stopped because of the strikes. Did it get stopped? I thought they f- they were like on the. I think I thought they were. Post- no, because they were only filming for like a month until really? and when they said people like yeah were like oh it's done filming like uh, I that's, don't think it is. That's not good. Um, well, fingers crossed. And so yeah, so like you mentioned, the first time the first time we were even tr- introduced to Sam is like right up top of the movie. And it's the iconic on your left. Yeah. I didn't, like, it took me a minute to realize, like, oh my God, that's, that's right. That's the first yeah. time we meet Sam Wilson. Yeah. Is the on your left, which is like, oh my gosh. And from the get-go, it's like incredibly, he's like, like what a, what yeah. an establishment. What a way to like enter. <laughs> a genius, because you almost immediately like him. It's already funny. Yeah. And of course, on top of the Steve Rogers portion of it, like yeah. you immediately like, like the character. Yeah. In so many ways, right? And uh, yeah, and throughout, I guess let's just talk about Sam as a whole, but like his importance of being taken to New Heights just because he's recruited by Steve to take on the Winter Soldier with Nat. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of wild because it's like, yeah, you think about that film. And of course, it's in everybody's top five easily. I think so. Yeah. It I should th- be. It's in my top three for sure. And so thinking about that and, and how much of an impact, thinking about that and how much of an impact he made from the get-go, mm-hmm. like again, like they just introduced him in such a yeah. really strong because way. To, well, also, I think it's like also a foreshadowing of like 
um to be captain america like you have to also at, the, at your core be a good man yeah and that's yeah, what yeah. sam was when we first meet him when he's um working at the va mm-hmm. and like talking to people yeah. and you know yeah so exactly exactly and uh and so yeah and 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 throughout all that they they introduced the small nuances again that like we get to know sam wilson his early life without having to literally travel back to those moments, which is also nice. You get to know him through the conversation. And so, yeah, his early life uh, and military service. Um, and of course, well, not of course, but it is interesting that as we'll talk about it, like as did you hear me say military at all during his origin? No. Of comic book. So that's a huge contrast to the MCU because yeah, they, they introduced him and he was like part of special ops and he was in the military and he was part of the air force and he, he was born in Delacroix, Louisiana mm. versus being born and raised in Harlem, Harlem, New York. Yeah. So immediately there's a, there's a culture shift of sorts too. So you get the vibe that, okay, he's a Southern man and he is of militant background Yeah. versus being a Harlem dude who likes birds Yeah, and was looking for a job. And when got- I think of someone who likes birds, I think of like that guy in the, in the first Marvel PS4 Spider-Man game where yeah. you have to collect his pigeons because they yes. got loose. That's what oh I think about. God, I spent hours on that dude. Still <laughs> <laughs> with pigeons. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I was trying to remember. I was like, I know I've dealt with pigeons in in recent times. I can't remember what. And it's the Spider-Man He's game. Like, hey, Spider-Man, can you help me? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> all right dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me go get your pigeons <laughs> oh my gosh there's freaking pigeons uh yeah so so tonally already they've established something that's so much stronger than the comic and you know of course i i feel like the time frame also had a lot to do with it you know like late 60s going into 70s and like they gave him such a such a great starting point in the mcu that's like okay cool like and again you want to learn more about him and like, and even his partner, who we'll talk about a little later, like you don't really, you you get these again these small flickers of information. Yeah. But they're they don't leave you like going. Oh, I don't really care. Like you're actually kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I'd yeah. Like to hear more about that. And so of course, yeah, he uh, he became a para rescueman, uh, and then served multiple tours overseas as you know as a as part of the military i thought you were a pilot oh i never said pilot i loved that actually (laughs) yeah like it was like that small little and again the way that anthony mackie himself like played into that line like gave you a really good sense of the kind of person sam wilson was yeah (laughs) and it's it's super clever and then yes immediately after that we're introduced to the wings the wings and and um and Sam as the Falcon. So, so yeah, I, I, I've really enjoyed his tenure so far. I am curious to see where they take him in yeah. Brave New World because open water now, like he's got anything can happen in that film. And there's so much to work with. So, hopefully, nothing but good things. I know. Especially seeing just like, I mean, just seeing a new Captain America. Yeah. I mean, I know technically we've seen him already in action, but. Mm-hmm. now to have his own like full-fledged like movie where he's fully like realized like okay yeah i'm captain america now exactly and i think also the time that will have passed in the mcu yeah like canonically if you will 
like from Falcon and Winter Soldier to that film, it could be like what two or three years, po- possibly, yeah. And so that's he's gonna have that know-how, and we're gonna see that even with Steve, for instance, like the difference between Captain America: First Avenger, yeah, and the film that the films that he came into after that, yeah, huge difference, very, <laughs> so much difference, so obviously, things, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, before we dive into everything else, are you ready for your pop quiz? Never. Never <laughs> am. But here we are. Here we are. So, this one's a f- this was an interesting one. It's a little historical based. But, our favorite patriotic adjacent superheroes are named by founding fathers and then some. Bucky Barnes is named after James Buchanan, for instance. Okay. Okay. When it comes to Sam, no. Was he named after Uncle Sam? True or false? Uh, my gut says false. Why is that? I just don't. I just Sam Wilson, Uncle Sam. Because do, do you believe that Sam Wilson is a real person? Let me see that. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, it's a very pretty, it's two common names, not, not not necessarily together, Yeah. but Sam, obviously a common name, Wilson, I think of Woodrow Wilson, the president, yeah. Yeah. he's a president, right? Yeah, he's a president, <laughs> Sam, Samuel Johnny, Adams, Johnny Walker, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Walker, they named him after the alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> well, the alcohol got their name from something, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam Wilson sounds too cliche. Yeah? So, See? He, go, they, no, they, they agree. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket, yeah, Rocket's doing some biscuit bacon. Um, Sam Wilson. Yeah. You know what? I'm a go. <laughs> I don't like going with my gut anymore. I don't. I don't. Do it. Uh, Samuel Wilson. You know what? Yes, based off somebody. Okay. You're batting two for two. It is true. Yes. It is indeed true. And so he, I mean, factually, perhaps not factually, but it's he's clearly named after. Like, again, they followed this patriotic sort of persona of like let's name all our big characters after after somebody okay somebody from history and sam happens to fall in that in that lineage and so sam wilson was also purportedly the basis of uncle sam so sam wilson was uh Based off of a okay, Sam Wilson himself, the real one, not the not the not Falcon, was a New York meatpacker. Okay, uh, who played an important role actually in the rations of the U.S. Army during the War of nineteen of eighteen twelve. So he's coming from way back when, and so he had such a prominence in that piece of history that they used to call him Uncle Sam. And so when they, uh, yeah, and so he made sure that the, that the troops were getting fed, that their food was being properly rationed across the nation and such. And so he actually played like a really major role. And so they then created the character of Uncle Sam Wants You. And they mm. were like, that is, we're going to maybe base that off of Samuel Wilson to make Uncle Sam. Got and it. then 
our Sam Wilson is kind of based off of Uncle Sam. Got it. So does that make sense? It does. Because when I think of Uncle Sam, like I just think of like, oh, Uncle Sam's taking our taxes. Like, like it's a negative <laughs> no, like, con. Yeah, it's like a negative connotation. Yeah, no, for sure. Because it is. He is kind of like you know, he's kind of foreboding, looking, pointing at you, and being like, "I want you. We want you. Shut up. Shut up." <laughs> There's this, I mean, the one that I prefer, of course, is the Captain America Boar Bonds picture where he's like, I want you. Yeah. And I'm like, that yeah, you do. That one's so good. <laughs> but um, uh, tangentially, uh, in the Rogers musical, Steve Rogers, skinny Steve, like he's bef- pre-serum Steve. Steve, he has a whole song that entails like Uncle Sam and <laughs> the I want you aspect. And I think the <laughs> lyric is like, you say I want you, but. I want you doesn't mean me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's really good. like it makes me cry because it's like a it's it's like a it's a slow it's a ballad yeah. almost right yeah and he's wow. just like how he's like he wants another chance and wow and it's really good and like like the last note always gets me and I'm just like. <laughs> Like <laughs> a tear comes down. That's hilarious. And there's a big giant poster of Uncle Sam in the background as he's singing it. Wow. Yeah. Damn, I got to see this. <laughs> you have to see I it, I got to find this online. Yes. Okay, so well done. You're two for two. You're 100% back, baby. Woo! So, powers and paraphernalia. So, while Sam at large has no distinct superpowers, again, there was... The, he has a connection to birds. Yeah. So, there was a moment <laughs> in the comics where they doubled down on the whole bird concept, the ornithological thing as i as i wrote in my notes where it uh, he had this ability to communicate with his fine feathered friends through avian god this is so like old, old school like <laughs> it's yeah. like let's have him talk to a certain <laughs> group of animals every every time i do these like when it comes to these really funny like powers yeah i just hear stan like in the in the bullpen being like what if <laughs> we gave Sam Wilson pretty much avian telepathy? <laughs> That's talking to birds. <laughs> like, you know what I, I mean, mean, pretty much, yeah. That's exactly what, and it probably, that's exactly what happened. What if he was bit by a spider? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they almost called him like Bug Boy. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. Almost called him like, ah, it's human spider. Yeah. It's the same thing. So, so they, funny. They, they were like, let's do it. And so they they gave him ornithological abilities to communicate with these birds. So say say there's a there's a flock of geese. Uh-huh. Like go, coming down from Canada. Yeah. Right? Say and Sam's like, there's an RPG heading up to Toronto. Gosh, if I could only and then he can see into the geese's vision. And see what they see. That's basically what they gave him. <laughs> Jeff is losing his mind right now. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly, exactly. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh my gosh! I don't. The youngest kid could see through a cr- like a blackbird or a crow for the like last half of the series. See, I believe that because that's some like mystical like type stuff, sure, right? It's, so it's like that, but or like, like weirdly or, not as cool. Or like um. Uh, God of War, Ragnarok. Yeah. Odin, he, he has this this specific the raven. Foresight. Yeah. The raven, he can see Jeez. what the raven sees. Right. But I'm like, I believe that because I believe Norse mythology. Sure. 
I don't believe I, you can like a dude from Harlem <laughs> liked pigeons can now like see can look through the eyes so of geese. Yeah. And so it's not just and it's and like if they had kept it like he and Red Wing, I'd be like, okay, I accept that. But like it's literally any bird. Any bird anywhere. So it could be it could be a sparrow. It could be a blue jay. A pigeon. It could be a pigeon. And he's like that pigeon is going to take a dump on 39th and <laughs> Lennox. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little much. But I get it. I can't, again, I can't believe that. I, yeah, I would prefer him stripped down to just not having anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay with that. And so, the, the again, the tel- telepathy itself allows him to form these empathic abilities with birds uh, and see through their eyes. And so, along with... Th- that, along with the aptitude of his bird training, just made him a full-fledged falcon. <laughs> like, they were really leaning into it. Really leaning into it. I can't believe it. this. Oh, yeah. 100%. So I'm kind of glad they didn't do that in the MCU. That would have like, been so un- unbelievable. No one would have bought it. I'd be kind of pissed if they did it in the MCU, let me be honest. Like, imagine someone being... Imagine Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie's like this to a bird. Yeah, he's doing the Charles yeah, Xavier. Like... Where's his, where's his bird going? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit much. Very Again, very tropey for the times in which they introduce this. But, you know, it does happen. And this one was actually kind of more modern than it was, like, Silver Age, you know? Which I, I think... What would the Silver of, Age do? <laughs> it could have been green and orange. That's for for starters. But, you know, I guess that's a... It's, it was more, I think, intended for the cultural thing. But... Yeah. It, it's, it's a bit much. But... Thankfully, he does, however, have a sidekick of sorts in Red Wing. And so, like I've, I've mentioned, you know, leading up to this, in the books, he's an actual bird. Yeah. He's an actual falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and he has red wings. Uh, but yeah, he's a beautiful bird. And um, yeah, he came upon him during his travels and he bought him. So they're a duo. And of course, in the MCU, Red Wing has technological counterparts. And so there have been three versions to date. I almost quizzed you on this. And I was like, this is just being evil. And so the original Red Wing was designated. I mean, if you knew this, I would have been awestricken. The name for the first Red Wing that we see. Uh huh. This is his, this. What I'm about to say is its entire name. Stark Drone Mark 82922V. 80Z V2 prototype unit V6. Yeah, no. <laughs> Expect me to. But if you did, oh my god! I'd Imagine like, I just came out the again. gate with yeah. that. <laughs> I'd be like, you're you're devoid of pop quizzes for the rest of the show ever. When do we first see Red Wing? Is was it in Civil War? No, because he first gets he introduces the wings, the army wings, in Captain America. So we Winter don't, Soldier. Yeah, so we don't uh, see Falcon, the Falcon actual Red Wing until, I believe, the next film, which Civil might have War. been Civil War. Yeah, Civil, Civil War. You're right. Okay, where, where, yeah. he, where he says, go ahead, touch him. Yeah. To, to Nat. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> I'm not, what did she say? I'm not. She, I'm she not was touching. like, I'm not saying thank you. Yeah. That's <laughs> she right. was like, I'm not saying thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that Red Wing is Stark Drone Mark 82922V80Z V2 prototype unit V6. I want to make that the sound bite, so I have to caption that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, and so, yeah, moving from there, notable adversaries. So anything, like, you know, again, 
like many, many of the heroes, anything that's, in Sam's case, anything Avengers adjacent, without fail, especially when it comes to Captain America's rogues gallery, it's, it's one of his own. So Red Skull, uh, Arnim Zola, Dr. Faustus, Baron Zemo, Baron Blood, these are all people he goes against in the comics. Uh, we'll talk about a few more later on, but in the MCU, he, of course, has Crossbones, the Black Order, Thanos, Hydra, and, of course, the Winter Soldier. I, lo- I low-key miss Hydra. I don't know why. Me too, actually. I was like, Hell Hydra. I mean, they're not gone yet. Cut off one head, two more shall take its place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was kind of fun. That was the fun part about reading back, because, like, Arnim Zola... In this era so of Captain, good. in this era of Captain America, though the comics, oh, he was a little hokey. Oh, <laughs> and his children were involved, I believe, and it was interesting. But yeah, no, in the movies, he's utterly fantastic. So good, I love that character. Yeah, and even that's why I, I love him in What If as well. Yeah, the fact that they brought him over there, I was like, yeah, actually. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen the last of Hydra, but. When it comes to uh, the MCU, most recently we've seen you know, the Flag Smashers. And so uh, we talked about them very briefly in our Winter Soldier episode, episode 30, no, 29. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the MCU, led by Carly Morgenthau, portrayed by Aaron Kellyman. Um, yeah, we, we only saw them in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't imagine we'll see them again. They were so specific, you know, super soldier. Boosted. Yeah, but I mean, they still do have the serum in them, don't they? Yeah, but most of them died. <laughs> oh, yeah, she died. Oh, she my God. Died, she died. I forgot. And then the other three died when they were on route because mm. cause Zemo. Zemo took them out. That's right. Zemo. Mm-hmm. Sam's a Hydra boy. He's still floating around. Yeah, and so uh, just as a refresher, the Flag Smashers... Um, were against the Global Repatriation Council, yes. the GRC. Uh, and then Carly believed that the GRC cared more about the unaccounted for and the recovered rather than the survivors of the SNAP. So they were, they were really it's valid the people. It's a valid feeling. Totes valid. And then, of course, in the comics, there are no, there's no group or was no group known as the Flag Smashers, but there was a villain named Flag Smasher... Um, whose name was Carl Morgenthau, so gender-bent character. There it is. Uh, and he just believed that humanity needed to eradicate the concept of countries and nationalism that made people feel superior to those different nationalities. Uh, <laughs> they don't have any ties in the book, so there, there is no direct correlation for Flag Smasher, even plural, and Captain America, but it is what it is. It's another throwback of homage to classic comic tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside that, we have everyone's favorite cap, <laughs> John Walker. Oh, yeah. Would you designate him as a, like a, a pro antagonist to Captain America or just like a, a distraction? I mean, I think now he's got to be like an anti-hero. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think he had good intentions. Sure. But... Do you think, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just going to go down a John Walker like rabbit hole real quick. Do you think, because he didn't really start to go crazy until after he had the serum. Yes. Do you think he would have gone, do you think he would have spiraled without the serum? 
I think mm, it's tough, right? It is tough, actually. Yeah, because it's it's like I said at the top of the show. It's not necessarily about how hard Captain America hits. It's his him exactly. His man. I and I always think back to um, what what's the Dodger's name from the first Captain America? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the one that changed. Erskine. 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 Yeah. yeah. He said, it doesn't matter. Whatever happens tomorrow, make sure you never change. It makes The serum makes bad turn to worse, mm-hmm. good turn to great. Yeah. Um, like so, you. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what happened with, with John Walker. Like, I think he did have good intentions. Yeah. But because, oh, what was it? Like, because of... Well, he didn't deserve it. He didn't yeah. deserve it. And because people... Deserved peop- the serum. Deserved the shield. The shield, yeah. And so, and when people were opposing it, they're like, you don't deserve it. Why are you holding that shield? Yeah. It kind of, like, antagonized him where he felt like, like, he, it, tur- it turned him. Yeah. I think he was meant to be good, but because of, like, like people thought he, like, he didn't deserve to hold that shield. And you're like, he was just like, he's like, no, I'll prove to you. I, I deserve the yeah. shield. Yeah. And it just turned him into, like, a, a negative. And then when he took the serum, it just amplified that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think he, I think he would have spiraled. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe not as hard. Maybe not as hard. Yeah. Yeah. The power like really consumed yeah. him. But now that he has that power of the serum yeah. in him, yeah, it's like, it's like ugh. Yeah. And now you're being recruited by you know, little Madame <laughs> Hydra. Yeah. yeah so. Exactly. Yeah. So of course John Walker portrayed by Wyatt Russell. Um, first and last scene in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that, it's an interesting thought, right? And and I mean, he has to return for Brave New World, right? Either that or um, Thunderbolts. Well, yeah, Thunderbolts. Oh, yes, yeah, so we might not even see him in Captain America. We'll see him in Thunderbolts. I mean, we'll see. We might. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll never forget that scene in the Falcon and Winter Soldier where he just murder somebody with the shield dude i know i was like "Ooh, they're getting bold in this show well i was also like like you know we follow that mcu perfect gifts account yes and they had posted some stuff from civil war and i i remember like seeing like they did they did a gif of the scene where cap has the shield and he's doing it to iron man yes and i was like oh my god it's almost the same thing with John Walker, but John Walker did to a regular human being. And he m- and killed him. murdered them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have very well decapitated them if he had aimed a little higher. But yeah, it's the parallels are there for sure. Yeah. It's really insane. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious if we'll see him before Thunderbolts. But at this rate... Like, maybe there'll be a mention of him in Captain America. Yeah, there, but there's I think, so much. There's yeah. so much stuff. I just hope that... I just hope that Thunderbolt stays on track. I'm getting real scared, like now. I mean, like I said, like the studios, it's it's up to them, man. It's in their court. They need to, f- they need to do it. So anyway, <laughs> it's like the fourth episode we've met- mentioned the strike, but with which reason. means a lot. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, come on, guys. It's been over almost. It's been over a hundred days. Yeah, it's it's insane. So, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I had on my notes, I carried them over from our Bucky Barnes episode for the record. I just have bullet points. Becomes the people's cap, takes the serum, sucks more than ever, <laughs> will likely get his ass beat by Yelena somehow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, That'd be so great. I can't wait. Um, and then, of course, John Walker in the comics. Uh, I didn't want to get too deep into this because clearly he can have his own episode. 
started as a super patriot in 1986, uh, then became Captain America the following year, but is best known as U.S. agent, uh, who he's been since 1989 and is now in Thunderbolts, uh, the MCU. Um, and he himself in the comics didn't even join the Thunderbolts until pretty recently, like in the last four years, oh, maybe, wow. maybe even three. So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see where he grows in both in both aspects. Um, but that's a story for another day. For now, we'll stick to Sam Wilson. So, um, family, friends, and affiliations. So, given all the teams that he's been on, let alone in his let alone his immediate counterparts, like Sam's circle is pretty large as mm-hmm. it is diverse. So, we won't go into all of that nitty gritty. But his family is an interesting topic because they remain pretty similar between mediums. Um, but there is a surprise added factor in the comics. He has a brother in the comic books ah. who they do not mention at all in the MCU. He just has yeah. the sister yes. who is portrayed by um, Adi Perro Udier. Um, and she's fantastic as Sarah Wilson. Uh, but yeah, so in the comics, very quickly, he has Sam has a brother named Gideon Wilson, a younger brother that is too. And... <laughs> There's this whole storyline. He was once irradiated with the same gamma rays that created the Hulk. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's a whole bizarre storyline. It's very, very strange. And so, um, uh, but to, to kind of go back to the parents, at least, you know, to add insult to injury, Sam's parents died when he was a child. So his pastor father died while trying to stop a fight between local gangs. Mm-hmm. He was trying to keep the peace within the neighborhood and he got killed for it. And then later on, his mother was murdered by a mugger while trying to save and protect her children. So they witnessed that. They took the trauma with them. And then Sam, Sam then became their oldest brother slash father figure. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. And so uh, he, he had to raise them. And they all lived at a local shelter in Harlem. In the comics, and, oh, wow. and that kind of brings you back to the whole. That's why he had a pigeon on the pigeon house on the rooftop because <laughs> he's just like being nurturing. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a mother hen, but a falcon of sorts. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he had all of that going for him in the comics, whereas in the MCU, he just has Sarah. And then uh, they do mention his parents in the episodes because you get to know that they owned the boat and yeah. they had some financial burdens and such. Um, but they were Paul and Wilson, Paul Wilson and Darlene Wilson, same names in the comics as well. Uh, and of course, honorable mention to the nephews, AJ and Cass, per- portrayed by Aaron Haynes and Chase River McGee, respectively. And so, um, yeah, we've gotten a, a, a pretty good chunk of his family background from Falcon and Winter Soldier and they used to own a fishing boat and all that good stuff. But again, that's something that's also very much tied to the locality of him being raised in Delacroix, Louisiana versus Harlem. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious if they'll introduce anything else or, or bring any of that storyline back again for Captain America, but I guess we'll see. And then uh, moving along, though he has no direct comic book counterpart, there's Riley. Yes. And so Riley uh, was portrayed by Ron Underhall, Underdahl, pardon me, in the MCU. And so this guy, he only got like an image, right? Just a photo. Just that. Uh, files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so during his time in the Air Force, Sam selected 
he was selected to test this prototype for the military. And so that's the first suit we see is the, the, cause like, did they steal that one back? Wait, cause see, oh yeah. Cause he had that already. Right. Did he have to steal it? Yeah. Back? He had to steal it back when, yeah. when, when Cap and Nat came. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's, that wingsuit is the XO seven. Yes. And so the XO seven Falcon is what he used in the military alongside Riley. And so all we know about Riley is the picture and then that they were both testing that XO7 model and Riley was killed by an RPG. For those of you who do not know what RPG means, it does not mean role-playing game in this sense. It means rocket-propelled grenade. So that's awful. Yeah, Yeah. in the air. He essentially just exploded. That's crazy. Yeah, it sucks. And so his death clearly left a tremendous impact on Sam. And and is more or less why Sam went into trauma counseling to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so he had, he had a really prominent place in his storyline, which is interesting because like I'm thinking about this now. Like he had such an impact, and you get to see it through Sam versus Carol, for instance, and Maria. Right. Mm. You actually get to see that all play out in re- in like real time, quote unquote, real time. Yeah. But the stories are very similar in that case where like Maria and her presence in Carol's life really helped steer her into greatness, whereas Riley and Sam the same, but we never get to meet Riley. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to really see like what he meant to Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just kind of living it through Sam's Sam's words and, and recollections. And then, of course, there is Steve Grant Rogers, or Stephen Grant Rogers. Who? <laughs> Captain America. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like in the comics, they have a slightly stronger bond that isn't as well represented in the MCU because they had more time together. Sure. Also yeah. in the comics. So, uh, but yeah, in the books, the the whole becoming of Captain America for Sam is, is when Steve's super soldier serum starts to wear off and that's when he becomes old shriveled Steve. Uh. His age actually starts to progress. His, his exterior, his physiology begins to progress for his age. Got it. So he becomes an old, literally an old man, and then Sam. He introduces Sam as the new Cap, as a, as a result, um, and yeah, and and it's the identity of Captain America itself that really binds anyone to you know to who touches it, right? So Steve, Sam, Bucky, they've all been in the periphery of the idea that is Captain America, yeah, and then in the comics have also all become. Captain America. Cra- which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, especially for Bucky. Um, but yeah, any thoughts about about Chris Evans and his Steve Rogers along with, with Anthony Mackie's Falcon? I mean, Sam? I do miss Chris Evans as Cap. I miss Chris Cap. Evans so much. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. Like you said, like he deserves a send-off. I think him, yeah. and, I think him and Tony got a proper... the Probably the most proper send-off. Mm-hmm. So just leave it as is. Yeah, yeah. I hope he never comes back. No, it's hard to say. <laughs> I hope they don't. Misty Rogers, but I think yeah, it's yeah. okay. I saw I saw a hot open uh, an op-ed about how I think it was Variety or somebody, and they were like, "Why Marvel Studios should have left the Avengers alone after Endgame?" And I was like, mm, "You're not wrong. Like they should have completely abandoned the Avengers. Like they should have left them." Like the, ori- like the original six? Yeah, the originals. And not and that and I think that's more pinpointed toward Thor than it is anybody for the yeah. record. But 
I digress. Yeah, uh, but I did. I did like the the passing of the torch. Yeah, like that ending scene uh, of Endgame. Yeah, where you're like, oh, That's Steve's not coming say. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes back with the shield, mm. and you see Sam's hesitance, like being hesitant to be like, like it's someone. Like, like, how does it feel? Mm. Like it's somebody else's. Yeah. It's not? Yeah, exactly. It's just that simple, right? Yeah. The essence of Captain America. Again, it's not It's not just one person, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I loved that, I, that in what quote-unquote little time they had on screen together, I really loved their dynamic. I did really believe the authenticity of their partnership. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think they, they, I think they played it very well. And I, I hope that along with not bringing back Chris Evans as Captain America, I hope that they're able to maintain the spirit of Captain America and remind Sam if he needs it. And I'm sure he will at points that like what Steve instilled in him. As yes. Cap. And so he can also continue yeah. to instill what, and I think we get that is. at the end of episode like five going into the six, mm, mm-hmm. the Falcon winter soldier where he, where, where we first hear Sam say like, who's that? Like, I'm Captain America. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here he is. Like yeah. he's coming into his own right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then of course for friends and affiliations, there is James Buchanan, Bucky Barnes, aka the Winter soldier. So, so again, we, we've talked about Bucky in episode 29. So if you want to listen to it, still our longest episode yet, um, in the comics, yeah, they, they have, again, they have a very buddy cop scenario. They didn't exactly get along at first, but their, their similar paths, parallel paths brought them together and into this intersection of, of unifying as, as partners, if you will, very reluctantly. Um, and of course, again, Buck was Captain America before Sam, uh, in the comic books. So he took on the helm after Civil War and throughout Secret Invasion. Bing, 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 bing. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Again, I don't think we'll see Buck as Captain America ever <laughs> in the MCU. So, uh, you know, that ship has long sailed. It never existed for the, yeah. for the, for the record. Um, but yeah, the, the connection that ultimately brings Sam and, and Buck together in the comics is that is th- is the shield as it does in the MCU. So of course, Winter Soldier, White Wolf, <laughs> depending on who you ask. The White Wolf. White Wolf, portrayed by Sebastian Stan. Uh, yeah, and and very similarly, they didn't get along very well at first for obvious reasons because you know Bucky was I don't know evil, <laughs> <laughs> but like I I love that freeway scene when they're in the car and Bucky just straight up just punches through, pulls out the steering wheel, and then the three of them go sliding across. Like, that entire sequence is insane. That's a good one. And then you think about it, you think about that scene, and then you carry over, you fast forward to Civil War, and how the Sam and Bucky are running through the parking facility whatever building yes and they're being chased by spider-man yeah right? and then red wing is just like going all over the place everyone's got a gimmick now <laughs> and like the way that getting thwipped by a teenager 
Yeah, so funny. Yeah, and like I hate you. You know, like, <laughs> they're still maintaining. Or even that. The, uh, the before that scene where they're in the buggy and they're meeting a uh, yeah, Sharon Carter Sharon. for the yeah, and then getting and then slobbered Bucky, on by Steve. When is it like so? Bucky's like, can, can you move up? Can you move your seat up? No. no. <laughs> and then the full circle of all that coming into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And you know the trope of of Bucky like hating Red Wing, for that matter, and then. Falcon, Falcon, Sam asking Bucky, like, you're not going to move your seat up, are you? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's still going. And so that tonality of their connection, I think, has been utterly consistent. Yeah. And I think it really does kind of capture, whereas with Steve, it didn't really in the comics. Yeah. For Sam and Bucky. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's there. It's there. A hundred percent there. And like, they've kind of had... I don't want to say more time to flesh it out in the comics. Like clearly it's a comic book. It's different than on screen time. Yeah. But even with the differences, it still feels so balanced that it's like, man, if you were to pick up, if you were only to be exposed to the MCU versions and you picked up the comics, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's them. For <laughs> sure. Very I agree. Point. Yeah. 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 And so last but not least, that leaves us with Joaquin Torres. And so, Joaquin Torres is, uh, you know, one of these newer characters that was introduced into Falcon and Winter Soldier, of course, uh, who is more or less like if you were to compare, uh, it would be the Bucky to Sam's cap. So in the comics, again, Joaquin is another character we could probably talk about on his own, uh, you know, once the the film comes out. Yeah. Uh, But... um, a few of the adversaries actually related to Torres might come up in Brave New World. So again, I don't want to dive into him too deep. But in the comics, he's abducted by the Sons of the Serpent. And um, he's then transferred to a man named Dr. Carl Malice for exper- experimentation. And so during this entire thing, Joaquin got a blood transfusion from mm-hmm. Red Wing. And there's a whole thing. He gets mutated a bit. And you're going to hate this. <laughs> Jeff is already making a face. The transfusion from Red Wing then mutates Joaquin and turns him into a avian-human hybrid. And he l- turns into a literal falcon. Jeff is like, I don't like that face. <laughs> yeah. So whereas, you know, Sam has wings. Yeah. Joaquin has actual feathers. I don't feathers. know how I feel about that. I don't like it. It's so, like, typical. Right. It's, it's very, like, uh, I could have, yeah, I predicted that. It's like, oh, I'm going to go eat a bird, so maybe I can turn into a yeah. a bird. It's the same scenario as Craven and Spider-Man. I didn't want to bring that up, but, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Radioactive lion blood. It's like, what? Unfortunately, that is the scene. <laughs> Jeff is dying. <laughs> Let me... Cut my hand open into a cave full of bats and let them... Hey, leave Morbius alone, (laughs) okay? Come on! Morbius is more believable than Craven. Leave him alone. Oh, 100%. Oh, I never never said it wasn't (laughs) more believable. I'm just saying that's like the the mindset of like, if I get bit by or I get attacked by this certain animal, I will turn into that. Absorb the attributes of that animal. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 100% the same thing. The lion one, the Craven one kills me. The Craven one is insufferable it kills me this one could too because let me just say there's an added value 
There's a vampiric added value. Why? <laughs> it's a falcon. So not only not only does the blood transfusion turn him into a literal falcon, he also has vampiric attributes. So he is part vampire falcon. How? I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> but we will get into it one day, I'm sure. But yeah, it's, it's a lot. So when you actually see Joaquin Torres, which is great because he's like a he has a Mexican background. It's again, it's bringing introducing new cultures and heritages and 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 races and ethnicities into the mix. But why you got to do that to a brother? Why do you got to make him into a literal bird? <laughs> So like why a literal I know, freaking bird? It's, it's it's fantastical. So when it comes to the MCU, of course, uh, Joaquin portrayed by Danny Ramirez. Um, again, this is a moment where I do appreciate that they've introduced him as a military military man. Yeah. He is an Air Force man and he has access to equipment and tech that can help him be a falcon in a in a realistic sense which again because not to not to dive too deep into spider-man world vulture is is kind of like a that's right yeah vulture is the same thing he he's not literally a vulture man but he looks like a vulture in the comics and he has feathered wings like a vulture he He does and a, and a beak. And what did they do to him in the in the films? They turned him into a technologically advanced. I mean, I think it just make like whatever makes sense for like what you're trying to portray. You know, like yeah. if you're trying to like put on a, like an actual like villain who has yeah. feathers, that's not no one's gonna believe that in yeah. live action. Unless, oh yeah, I was gonna say in live action. Is live action, yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Because in across the Spider Verse, of course, we yeah, introduced the sixteen oh two vulture. Yeah, yeah, that worked. It I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Yeah, and so so yeah, I hope they steer away from that completely for Joaquin. But again, it looks like they are. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, if I we'll see that see. man get experimentally, like... Can you imagine? There's experimented on? He's like, ooh, so in this one, you'll have the blood of a hawk and the... And it's like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Hey, this man grow yeah, feathers? I'm walking out. I know. I'm going to be very upset. He's going to give, like, the loudest sigh in the theater. <laughs> I'll, be like, like, I'll be out somewhere and I'll be like, damn, did you hear that? <laughs> just heard jeff sighing <laughs> yeah it's... Or i'll be like the sponge oh brother this guy stinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunately so hopefully hopefully we won't have to worry about that and then that brings us to love interests so this is a very very short list very very short very same. interesting though same <laughs> <laughs> wish i could say the same um so first and foremost we're gonna very very briefly talk about lila Leela, layla layla taylor uh-huh and so layla taylor in the comics she was introduced in the old times as sam's girlfriend and she was a recurring character during the captain america series and so uh, she kind of like many random love interests <laughs> She just kind of faded into obscurity once she served a purpose, which is really infuriating. Wow. Uh, so she 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 kind of drifted off into the sunset around 2000. Uh, but it may be time for a revival because I do believe that in Captain America Brave New World, they're introducing, introducing Layla Taylor to be portrayed by Zosha Rockmore. Mm. So she has been cast in that film. That's, oh, yeah. So, 
Sam might actually get a love interest in the film. <laughs> which we'll is, see. Which is interesting because thinking about it in the MCU, he's not had nah. a love interest ever aside Bucky. Yeah. He hasn't had a love interest. The which fan is, fiction went crazy with him and Bucky. <laughs> they sure did. Jesus, Lisa. I didn't. I didn't read any, but I could imagine. Oh yeah, like I forgot what they. <laughs> what do they call them? Oh, I don't I even know. What they, call, they have a name for him, and I can't remember what it is. The Winter Falcon. I mean, probably yeah. for sure. But like Sam and like there's a there's got to be what, a Sucky. Yeah. Sucky Barnes. It's Sucky. Oh <laughs> no! <my God. laughs> I was full sucky. on guessing. <laughs> it's sucky. Please. It's Sucky. God. <laughs> Erase that yeah. from my brain. A winter with no, it is. I think it's sucky, and it's it's Winter Falcon. I think it's Winter. Fal- anyway, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Those are terrible names. That's horrible. But the they're, they're love brothers, they're partners. But um, but yeah, they've never they've never given Sam an actual love interest, which yeah. is very interesting. So it might be time and. Who knows? We'll probably see Layla Taylor pop up in the comics if that's the case. So to be continued, dot, 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 dot. But one that we can actually talk about, uh, Mercedes Misty Knight. So uh, these two in the comics, first and foremost, if that name sounds remotely familiar, Misty Knight was that beautiful woman that was in the Luke Cage series, Mm. portrayed by Simone Missick. Vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah, if you didn't watch it, if you didn't watch it, you don't know. But if you did, damn, she is like amazing. She's truly amazing, both character and the actress. And so Misty in the comics, uh, very briefly, at least when it comes to Sam, the two grew closer during uh, the beginning of Sam's tenure as the new Captain America uh, and inevitably became romantically entangled. So it's fairly recent, 2014-ish. And so... Misty, if you know anything about Misty Knight, you know that she is very independent. She is very capable. And uh, and she, in fact, is the reason why Sam's able to continue fighting, fight to fight, day to day mm. in the comics. And she's she's very, very good at being that sort of cheerleader, but also the quarterback, you know. And so, again, the romance slowly dissipated uh, into the background with, with the series ending. Mm. So... I don't think they're together anymore. <laughs> like they just don't mention anything anymore. Um, but in a again in a in a f- choice case, she does exist in the MCU already, uh, sort of at least cinematic world. Yeah. First and last seen in the Luke Cage series, but she was also in the Defenders as well. And so she was introduced as a NYPD. Um, a police officer tasked with following the crime syndicate of the 29th precinct. And so that immediately aligned her with Luke Cage and uh, his antagonist, Cottonmouth, the Stokes crime family, all that kind of stuff. And so she lost her arm. That's the one big thing about her. She has, she does have a metal arm as well, like Bucky, but I think hers is her right. Uh-huh. So she got a prosthetic arm, but it's also like, it's not, it's not vibranium. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has a metal arm, makes her very strong. Uh, and she, she lost her, her actual arm trying to save Claire Temple, funny enough, um, during an altercation with the hand. Uh, and, and unfortunately, in this case, there is absolutely no connection to, to Sam. So they clearly, Netflix verse and, MCU have not crossed paths in this case. So 
So there ain't nothing there. But there's still room for, you know, for Layla Taylor. So maybe we'll see her uh, if if Misty Knight doesn't come back into the fold. I would like her to come back. She's one of those people that, on in all honesty, that entire roster of people, yeah, they were all very good at their roles, if not incredibly great. So she's one of the incred- incredibly great ones that I would like to see come back. But who knows if we'll ever get her back. And that brings us to aesthetic. And so this is definitely one of the more challenging costumes to adapt to comics, all things considered. Um, (laughs) From his bird-like accessories to overall garb, they've they've taken some some more tactical military-like treatments, especially Uh with the MCU. So, Jeff, you can see the comparison pictures. Like, I didn't put the green and orange one here, but, like, once again, a side-by-side of, like, the initial outfit and how they've kind of incorporated the red and white yeah. in some cases, as well as the, the headpiece and how it has a falcon sort of shape um, and the goggles. Like, they, they've really done a good job about pulling together some parts of it without making it look like a feathered superhero. <laughs> no feathers, basically. Please, no, <laughs> no feathers. feathers. <laughs> it's like the Edna mode. Yeah. No oh, capes. No, no capes. <laughs> but you're like, no feathers. I don't want feathers. There's no point. <laughs> feathers. Yeah. And so, you know, they've they've also given him MCU glow-ups already. So that it's, that's going to undoubtedly continue. So even in Brave New World, we'll probably see a different version of the Captain America outfit, even, you know, that's different from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, but yeah, so he's, he's kind of come a long way. Thankfully never had cloth or feather, feather wings. <laughs> and, uh, and you see in the very last picture, um, the comic book version of Captain it's America. It's like the most comic, they really went so comic accurate with the, with the, with these shows. Hundo percent. Yeah. Like Moon Knight. I mean, no, not in Moon Knight's case, but like overall, yeah. Moon Knight, like, uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, oh, yeah. With her crown and everything, yeah. just yeah. all modernized, mm-hmm. but like it makes sense for in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's spot on. Like, especially Sam, like you see it. It's yeah. it's it's almost identical. Yeah. Um, so how how they end up smoothing it out in the next film, I'm really excited to see. Because I think they'll they'll make it even better. I mean he has vibranium wings. Yeah. Like it's dude. made like his suit was made by Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. Like that's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be so crazy. Can't wait. Can't wait. Because you know, they're just gonna make him so much stealthier, so much cooler, so much yeah. faster, which again it's going to come with how much time has passed in that world and also his experience as Captain America. Yeah. It's going to be so dope. I can't wait. Um, and so that brings us to other versions and in other media. So so as we previously mentioned, there's just like one standout version to mention here, and that's the variant um, that comes from Earth 1610, which, again, Miles Morales' universe, the Ultimates universe. Yeah. Um, and so this this version of Sam is where we're really unlocking all of the military foundation when it comes to his origin. Again, huge contrast from the original intended version, which for the record, before we get into the, the final act of this episode, it, in, there was a point in time where Red Skull actually revealed to Cap in the comics, he was like, oh, you remember how you found your friend on an island? Well, he used to be in the crime syndicate in Harlem. <laughs> so there was, they uncovered, yeah, for some reason, I guess they wanted to, they wanted to give Sam more depth than he was just some dude looking yeah, for yeah, a job. Yeah. yeah, so they instead 
you know, R- Red Skull reveals to Cap, like, oh, your good friend, he's actually a bad guy who was trying to hustle for money yeah. and in the crime syndicate. And so they reveal the smaller part of his storyline, but it's still aligned with the rest of it. Yeah. So the job he was trying to get wasn't just a tiny job. It was like he was trying to find a hit mm. for, of somebody to kill and take money from. Yeah. And so he tried to uproot their entire like origin and their connection. It didn't work clearly, but it was an interesting like attempt. Yeah. And so from there they, they, they were like, well, it didn't really work. So let's make a better origin in the ultimate universe, which they did because they gave them the military foundation. And so in the ultimate universe, Sam was initially a member of the armed forces, but tried to pursue the sciences and a PhD, which he did successfully gain. And he then is known as Dr. Sam Wilson wow. in the Ultimates universe. A certified genius, for the record, with an IQ of 165. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so he's super duper smart in the Ultimates universe. And if you see like some of the comic book covers and some of the, the, the arcs that this version of Sam is in, that very, very first suit that we see Sam in, yeah. where it's kind of like he's wearing fatigues and he's got like the strap-on wings, that's like a direct derivative of the Ultimates comic book version. My God. It's like spot on. I was like, man, Anthony Mackie really did like score <laughs> when it came to accuracy. Yeah. They really, they like, and I don't think people even realize, like they really got him in where, where it mattered most. And so Ultimate, Ultimate verse Sam Wilson, you know, he was under Nick Fury's direction. So he would take on operations along with other members of Fury's Ultimates team. Yeah. It's literally a team called Ultimates. And so he even joined uh, Nick Fury's version of the Howling Commandos in the universe. Yeah. So it was really, really cool. And then he joined the Future Foundation, which is, of course, the Fantastic Four. And so um, that version was established by Tony Stark. Wow. So they really went the extra mile for the Ultimates version, which inevitably stopped existing because the universe exploded. Of course. So <laughs> like every universe does. <laughs> exactly. The collision and all that stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that version sadly does not exist anymore in comic continuity, but we do have the MCU version. That's awesome. We'll take it. And so that brings us to Almost Was. Do you know any about who was almost cast as Falcon? I don't believe so. Not at all, really? I don't really think I'd looked into it like at the time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought you might have known this, but evidently it is a well-known fact that before he was cast as Killmonger, ah. Michael B. Jordan actually first auditioned for the role of Sam Wilson. Interesting. And funny enough, Anthony Mackie initially auditioned for the role of, if you can believe it, Trevor Slattery. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. The fake Mandarin from Iron Man 3 that was, and Shang-Chi. That's so funny. Portrayed by Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. That's, wow, I didn't know that. that. That would have been weird. That would have been so bizarre. But I mean, is it bizarre because we know them as they are now? Exactly. Yeah, that's why. But so it's I, like. When I was typing this up, I was like trying to imagine Michael B. Jordan as Falcon. And I was like, I could see it. Could I see him with Sebastian Stan? 
I don't. Yeah. That's where it loses me. I was yeah. like, yeah, mm, I don't that's know. That's fair. That's fair. That would that that not to not to compare apples to oranges, but that dynamic almost seems similar to the Terrence Howard and RDJ. Mm. Like it's not quite there. Yeah, but then when you see Don Cheadle and. Robert Downey Jr. like, 100%. oh. Yes. So that's what I get from Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. That's, a, that's fair. That. Yeah. So, and also, Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Kills it. Incredible. Kills yeah, it. Absolutely great. So, so no changes. Love it as is. But yeah, that's the only thing I could find. That's crazy. The only thing I could find. Because also, when it came to actually coming time to cast Falcon, they were like, Anthony Mackie. And he just like, whoa, what? Swooped in, got it. No pun intended. He got it. Yeah. I don't see anyone else. Yeah. Like like having his like having that that charisma and personality of Yeah, charisma's the word. Yeah. yeah. Of uh, of Sam Wilson. For sure. And then uh yeah, and then that leads us to the future of the character of the MCU. What do you think? What do you think's gonna happen? He's gonna do some Captain America stuff. Do you think he's gonna get a, a, a triple sequel? Threequel? That I don't know. Yeah. I don't believe so. I don't think because like I don't think they would go that same route again. Mm. I feel like that only. One that, and done? I feel like that only works for um for Spider Man. And I also think, I think theatrically, films have grown out of that. Yeah. Like, like not to not to get off topic, but with Barbie, for instance. People are like, sequel! And other people are like, no. Yeah. Don't touch it. Sometimes you don't need Leave it. Leave it alone. And you don't. Or you just, you know, you, you tell the story that you want to tell in, the, in that movie, yep. whatever, and then like a, maybe a Captain America send-off in Secret Wars or whatever mm-hmm. in one of those. Mm-hmm. At some point, we're going to have to say goodbye to the, to, the, to the valor of Captain America as a mantle. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, like you can't keep, like, there's only a couple characters you could you can keep like going. I mm-hmm. think Spider-Man is one of those characters. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there's Batman, like Bat- like Batman is going to keep getting, you know, revamped. And that's because, mm-hmm. you know, they, you, you can. Yeah. Uh, with Captain America, mm-hmm. I just feel like when it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, I think what, what worked out though, with, with, well with this is like, you know, the story of the passing of the shield sure. from Steve to, to Sam. Mm-hmm. But after Sam, I think, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Captain. I think Captain America should be done within the next like two, three years, and also or four. The yeah. added value that there currently is no lineage past Sam in the comics. Like Sam's it Sam's right in. now, and and Steve. So that just means Sam Wilson's gonna make the ultimate sacrifice. You think? I mean, yeah, actually. I, I mean, that's that the tracks. Captain America thing to do. It's the Captain America way. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. So you just gotta, you gotta. Ugh, God, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, I'm, I'm kind of. It's all up in the air for me. Like I really don't know, but I agree. I don't think that they're gonna take. They're gonna take him three more films. I think he'll do the one film, or have the one film rather, and then he'll be in other films. Yeah, which I think they've done well with Sam. Like he hasn't had his own film, so yeah. to speak. Of course, he deserves one, but he hasn't had one up until now. And even then, his storytelling, again, one of the best arcs, character arcs. I agree. That there is. So if they're going to take him further than Brave New World, then hopefully it is in these pockets of really great storytelling rather than let's 
keep pushing his presence into every yeah and just give him give thing. him because it's because he, at the end of the day he's captain america like yeah captain america like is most noble heroes like ever mm-hmm. like give him a reason get, make him make him have purpose yeah exactly so he can't just be there because he's captain america yeah but he's gonna die <laughs> while uh, on the meanwhile jeffrey always thinks everyone's gonna die and then which, stick stick the shield in the smithsonian again yeah and make sure yeah do you think friggin john walker doesn't get it <laughs> no, right Ugh. um but yeah, yeah kill him <laughs> kill him <laughs> relax relax um yeah okay so that that brings us to some suggested reading um i have a few here so yeah 2007's Captain America Volume 5, primarily issues 25 through 30. So that follows, again, like the whole, the whole reason why even Bucky became Captain America is because uh, Steve Rogers is assassinated. He's murdered. See, there you go. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not help myself in that. <laughs> so, so yeah, so these issues follow the, the epic death of Captain America uh, story arc. Uh, plus, um, Fallen Sun, the death of Captain America, by various teams, but primarily big name in Captain America world, Ed Brubaker, and as well as uh, Steve Epting. And then uh, 2014's all-new Captain America from Rick Remender and Stuart Eminem. Stuart Eminem, oh my God, he can draw anybody for me anytime. He's fantastic. <laughs> um, and this, 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 this title is really Sam's true coming into the, into the fold as Captain America. And then, of course, one of my favorites, 2020's Falcon and the Winter Soldier by Derek Landy, Federico Vincentini, Matt Miller, and Joe Caramanga. Um, Sam and Buck, this is the one where, like, Hydra is coming after Buck, and they just, it's like a bloodbath. <laughs> it's, I've never seen, I mean, I have, but there's a lot of violence in this book. That's what we need. And it's so good. Yeah, it's really great. Um and then, last but not least, 2022's Captain America Symbol of Truth by Tochi Onyebuchi, R.B. Silva, also an incredible artist, and Jesus Arbutov. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's got lots of Captain America and Falcon Joaquin Torres action, as well as Misty Knight. So, that's a good read. And that, my friend, is the end of the show. Wow. Wow. So, thanks for listening, guys. We don't have the next episode lined up. Ooh, it's up in the air. Yet. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, dang, I have no idea. I gotta I gotta see who's on the on the, list. On the docket. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have ideas that you would like to hear us cover, please send them to us on please. social media. Um but until then, a we are Groot salute. To Andrea, Tyler, Sherry, Ashley, Nats, Claire, Melanie, Katie, Jolas, Jenny, Eve, Ed, Laura, the Arachnard, Andrew, Edgar, Ariel, and Robin. Wow, we were going for some alliteration for a second. Almost. I was like, dang, I randomized list every episode. Oh, do you? Yeah, so I just pop it in and I'm like, all right, give me the list. And sometimes it gives us magic. Wow. <laughs> so thanks for all your support, guys. Follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. And if you like what you hear, review, rate, and subscribe. Woo! Once again, thanks for listening. We will catch you in the next one. See you later. Bye. Bye. How does it feel? Like it's someone else's. 
It isn't. Thank you. I'll do my best.